back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Glad you're here with us on the Mulberry Lane Show, bringing you up close and personal with artists of all kinds. Right now, we're in the middle of our chat with country music up-and-comer Nathan Osmond. Now, he's the nephew of Donnie and Marie, talking about what it was like when he decided to go solo after singing with his brothers for a number of years. So, now was that hard for you to step into the solo position, or did it feel comfortable no, from the get-go? It wasn't hard. The okay. thing is, is I didn't tell anybody I was going to do it. Okay. And the reason is, is I didn't want to be talked out of it. Okay. And you're thinking, why would your family do that to you? You know. And the thing is, is because I think those who are listening into the show right now, every one of us are related to someone that just loves us so much they just don't want to see us get hurt. You ever had that conversation with one of your family members? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So I decided. Yeah. I don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. I, there's two types of people in this world, the people that are out making it happen and the people that are talking about what they'd love to be able to do someday. Right. Just be that first person. Go after it. Don't tell anybody. And then once things start happening for you, then they're going to start asking you questions. Right. That's what I did. And I think I gained a lot of respect from my, from my family, especially Donnie and Marie, mm-hmm. for just going after it and not asking for favors. I yeah. just went and made it happen. Mm-hmm. And then they were really excited to hear about the successes that I was starting to have. Okay. okay. So they received it well when they found out. They did. They did. Um, I was actually working at another job at the time. You know how you have to work your way into this and oh, pay yeah. your dues and, mm-hmm. you know, working side jobs, whatever. I was working as a seminar MC <laughs> and director, a sales guy. I was out there introducing speakers on stage, you know, these financial arenas and, and having the opportunity to do that. That's how I kind of got into the motivational speaking side of things. Okay. But, and I still do a lot of that, too. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that... I was doing 155 conferences on average a year. Wow. And I was the guy on stage. So are they going to let me off of work to go and record an album, try and pursue my dreams? Of course not. Mm-hmm. So how was I going to make that happen? you got to get creative in life. My brother was getting married, my brother David, and I said, hey, my brother's getting married. I need a week off. You need a week off for a wedding? Yeah. I said, you know how many Osmonds there are? Do you know how long that reception line is? <laughs> and they started laughing. I said, okay, we'll give you a week. They didn't know I was on my way to Nashville on the way to the wedding, and that's where I recorded the first four sides of my album. Okay. You have to be creative, and don't tell everybody everything you're doing. Sometimes they don't want to see you succeed. Right. People love to keep you back. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. One of the best secrets in business is don't tell everybody everything you know. Mm-hmm. Just go and do it and then start talking about it once it's ready to go. So did you learn that the hard way? No. I just, no. I, just I had to get creative. Okay. And it took me two years to get the entire first album done the way I wanted it. And then you start shopping it. Then you start going up and down Music Row. You mm-hmm. start knocking on doors and you start letting the music speak for itself. Mm-hmm. You only get one good first impression, so make it good. Right. So now when you, you know, said your name was Nathan Osmond, did you... You know what? I thought about not using Osmond. Yeah. And I hate to say use Osmond because that's the thing is that I don't want it to be a crutch. It's got to be a layer in the cake. It's going to come out anyway. Right. I thought about Nathan George because that's my middle name. Okay. And it sounds country. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that... Osmond will come out eventually anyway. And in country music, one thing that people love about it, at least that I love about it, is that it's just real. Right. It's about real life. It's about being you and being proud of your roots. Mm-hmm. And if that's I who come you out as Nathan George, then they hear Osmond. Why didn't he use Osmond? Right. Is he ashamed of his family? Then you have more splaining to do. (laughs) It could blow up in your face. I asked Marie. She didn't think I should use Osmond because people will prejudge it. Right? Uh And so I said, okay. And then I asked Donnie. And Donnie said, Nathan... People go on America's Got Talent, American Idol, The Voice, all these shows, because they want to be part of something that people recognize that's big. 
It's, a, it's called a brand, right? right. You, you have a brand. Yes. It's called Osmond. Now, don't abuse it. Don't camp on it. You know, let it get a foot in the door, but then you got to have the goods. Yeah. Because if you don't, it doesn't matter what your last name is. People won't like you. Right. So the key is be ready, let it be a layer in the cake, and just go forward. I thought that was the best advice. Yeah. That's great advice for anyone with a family legacy in any business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some often say, you know, it's a foot in the door and a kick in the teeth, and we got big teeth. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If you're just joining us on the Mulberry Lane Show, we're here with country music artist Nathan Osmond. He's talking about being a member of the Osmond family, which in total have sold over 100 million albums worldwide. And Nathan has a new album coming out, Homeward Bound Heroes. And then any other pieces of advice that Donnie or Marie gave you that has really helped you in this journey? Well, Donnie gave me a lot of different advice. He told me, you, you know, you got to be okay with people not liking you. Right. And that was kind of weird advice because especially as entertainers, as you girls know, yeah, it's hard to not have people like you. Yeah, That's especially the whole when... goal of being up on that stage is to win them over, right? right? right. To get exactly. people liking you. And, and that's the thing is that you have to be okay with that. And you have to have thick skin, he says, in this game. Yeah. Second of all, he says, be wary of yes men. People that are out there that'll promise you the world, that will say, hey, you're the best, you're the greatest, you're going to be a superstar, blah, blah, blah. You don't want to hang around negative people, but you want to be around people that will shoot straight with you and say, you know what? I'm a little flat. I would tune it up. You know, here's what I do to make the show a little bit better. People that can give you good, sound advice that will help make you better. Right. You mm-hmm. know, without uh-huh. being uh, yes man is the way he referred to it. Okay. Him. So I think that's good advice. Yeah. What advice has Alan given you? My father's always given me great advice. He's the one that helped me come out of my shell, believe it or not. I used to be shy. Okay. And uh, he worked with me when I was part of that boy band with my brothers, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went on Good Morning America. I was about nine years old. Okay. And Joan London singles me out of all those Osmonds and says, So, Nathan, do you enjoy this entertainment business? Uh, yes, ma'am. That's all I said on the entire show. Uh-huh. You know, two words. And she's like, Oh, I like that, ma'am. But my father jumped in, saved the interview, and... After the show, he comes up to me. He says, Nathan, it's a talk show. Talk. People uh-huh. want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. Uh-huh. And on one hand, I was humiliated because I felt I let my family down uh-huh. on national television. But on the other hand, my father, my hero, looked at me and says, people want to hear what you have to say. Uh-huh. And he instilled some confidence in me. And sometimes I believe you got to believe in somebody else's belief in you until your own belief kicks in. <laughs> and he helped me to really overcome and get past me, yeah. you know, and help me. And he, we went on Regis and Kathy Lee's show next. And he says, guess what, boys? I'm not going on the show with you. This is your interview. They're having you on as their guest. Okay. Now, Nathan, I want two answers coming out of your mouth. I like it because, you know, I want you to express yourself. Right. And he worked. We do, like, mock interviews. Mm-hmm. He'd get us to jump up and down and, come on, flat most feet. Come on, wake up. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. We do, like, do these facial exercises to just get ourselves out there. He says, it's television. Do something visual. Uh, he was the right. producer of the Donnie and Marie show. Uh-huh. So, you know, he, he was all about producing. So he got us to really get out of our shells and learn to express ourselves. And that's really helped me in my life in many aspects, not just the entertainment business. Yeah, I bet. Uh-huh. All those conferences, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so is it is it hard for you to find your own individual identity in such a famous and large family? It can be, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was kind of the kid that was the quiet one because there's so many people, you know, and you're, if you've got eight people, eight sons in your family, you know, you've got seven siblings, 
you got to speak up to be heard. Yes. And I was kind of lazy when it came to that. I just rather just smile and just happy yeah. to be there and let anyone else talk to over the top quiet. of me. Yeah and, yeah. and when you have a lot of talkative siblings, it's kind of easy to hang back and not really express yourself. Yeah. I was grateful I had a wife that believed in me. And yeah. She's the one that told me I, I needed to be a country singer. Okay. And, and she said, listen to the songs that you're writing. I mean, look at your look. I mean, you can be married. You can sing about God, family, country, kids. That's who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can sing about your own life. You yeah. know, I tell people, I joke, why do you choose country? I said, I don't think I did. I think country chose me. Uh, I woke up one day. I was married. I had a couple mortgages. I had a dog. I drive a minivan. Uh, you know, I think that's country music. That's country music you know, right you there. You sing yeah. about real life. Yeah. Okay, and on every show, we do have a question of the day. And our question yeah. of the day today is, how do you approach decision-making? Do you approach it more from your heart or your head? Depending on what type of decision it is, if it's a big one, I get on my knees and okay. I take it up with a man upstairs okay. and I try to be in tune because that's where I believe inspiration comes. Okay. I give him 100% of the glory. Mm-hmm. I, I, I talk things over important decisions with my wife. We try to do the Benjamin Franklin plus and minuses. You know, what are the pros? What are the cons? Right. You know, a good friend of mine, Andy Andrews, uh, he's, a, he's one of my mentors. He, he always says, it seems the people that are successful typically make decisions quickly and change their minds slowly. Yeah. But he says people that are not successful will simply make a decision slowly and then change their mind quickly <laughs> or they'll doubt their decision. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Yes. And uh, he says, you want to th- hear something that will depress you? I was like, oh, yeah. Lay it on me. He says, you are where you are today because of your best thinking. Hmm. And I'm like, that's interesting. Yeah, every decision, because I don't think anyone woke up and said, how can I make the worst financial decisions for me and my family today? Go. Right. You know, you obviously thought it was a good idea to do this or do that Mm -hmm. or not do this or not do that, but you are where you are today because of your best thinking. Right. But President Truman always said it best. He says, the buck stops here. Well, I think the uh, new album was a very good decision. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about where people can order it. It will be available shortly. If you want to hear a teaser, look up Homeward Bound Heroes on YouTube. I put a little video together. Okay, Homeward Bound Heroes, Nathan Osmond, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. Check out the new music at NathanOsmond.com. Get ready for the rock band from the heartland. Brothers Nick and Tyler, the Talbot Brothers, swing by next. You're listening to the Mulberry Lane Show. Here's Nathan Osmond, the tailgate song. Keep it here. Bill is a straight lace accounting. Crunching numbers all day long He's like a machine with this boring routine But everybody's reading him wrong Come Saturdays round September He's not the guy you remember He's lighting up the charcoal lights And down the long necks Acting a fool with a bunch of crap 